Well, stop me if you've heard this one before. The offense is good enough, the defense sucks, and Flo Thamba is Flo Thamba. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Happy Wednesday, everybody. Still happy Wednesday. I am Sunburnt from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Baylor falls to Kansas State 75 to 65. I don't, like, again, I say this, I say this when things go poorly. I don't want this to become like a I hate Baylor basketball, they are so bad uh, podcast. It's not going to be that today. It's not going to be that. But there are some glaring, glaring things that have not been either not been addressed or just not fixed. Two bad things have happened in the last like 24 hours for me. One, I got a sunburn. The other, worse, Baylor men's basketball happened. A three-point lead at halftime. You're thinking the same thing. Like a similar script to the Kansas game. All right, you got a shot. You're going to win this. You can win this one on the road. If you lose to Jerome Tang again, your shot at a Big 12 championship is gone. And we'll get into that in the middle segment. This team's not going to win a Big 12 championship in the regular season now. It's just like it's mathematically, this is just, just it would be almost impossible. It's not going to happen. So you've got a squad. Back back against the wall, you win it. You can win a Big Twelve championship. You're up by three at halftime. Come on, come on, this could be it. And then the defensive fall apart in the second half was laughable. It's like it's like a broken record. Forty four points for Kansas State in the second half. Thirty one in the first half. They took over this game in the second half and didn't look back. They led by as many as fourteen. They ended up winning this game by ten. What if I told you? Look, I'm going to give you numbers. I don't always give you numbers. I'm bad at that sometimes. I don't give you the real, the the, the hard-hitting stuff. What if I told you that for Kansas State, they would only shoot four for 21 from deep, they would miss six free throws, and they would get out-rebounded? There you go. All right, sweet. Baylor wins. Baylor wins. Good deal. They actually had fewer bench points than Baylor, which is magnificent, by the way. Like It just doesn't happen. Baylor wins because Kansas State shot 19% from deep. Kansas State missed six free throws. They lost the turnover, the the rebounding battle. All right, sweet. Well, then let's flip it the other way. Baylor goes 22 for 55. That's 40%. Not great. 39, that means they were 39% from deep, by the way. 11 for 28, meaning the rest of their shots. They were 11 for their other 27 from two. Not good. Adam Flagler, career worst day. This could have been his worst game at Baylor last night against Kansas State. Flagler finishes one one made field goal, one for 13, four points, 0 for 6 from deep, two for two at the free throw line. That's good. Three rebounds, one assist, three fouls, two turnovers in 38 minutes. Look, this is what I've been saying. It's what I've been saying. This team relies so often on volume shooting. Shoot your way out of it. Live and die by the three. We make enough three-pointers, we can win. Honestly, 11 for 28 from deep, not that bad. It's not even bad. 39%, that's good. That should be good enough for you to win the game if you have literally anything else. I know what you might be thinking. Drake, that sounds dramatic. What do you mean literally anything else? Well, what 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 is left past shooting? What is dominant about this basketball team? The offense is good. We've established this. What is dominant about this basketball team? They rebound decently. That's not terrible. Not dominant, though. They are one of the worst teams in college basketball on the inside. They don't play very much defense at all. 
Like they are the worst team in the Big 12 in defense, teetering around 100th in the nation in defense, the Scott Drew-led team. And they just got drubbed for the second time. They lost for the second time against Kansas State this year. Then, and maybe the crowning jewel of all of this is Flo Thamba, friend of the program, by the way. I, I, I don't, I, I always preface it this way. I always do. I'm going to continue to do that. I don't hate Flo Thamba. I don't think he's a bad man. I want the best for Flo Thamba. Can you, can you listening at home, take a second and just picture Flo Thamba in your head? And then think about what the starting big man, starting five, of the number nine team in America should be doing to opposing teams. Now, open your eyes. Did you close? Did I tell you close your eyes? I don't know how I even did. What if I told you Flo Thamba played just 16 minutes, had two points, and one singular rebound? That's right, folks. One rebound from the starting big man who started in a national championship game. I don't hate you. I don't hate Flo Thamba. But at some point, the definition of insanity is doing the same dang thing over and over again and expecting it to work. It is not working. It's not working. Preseason, we, we talked about, like, could Flo Thamba average 10 rebounds a game? Brandon McKinnon, uh, he, he posed that question on this show. He has averaged 22 minutes per game this season, 4.8 rebounds, which is one rebound less than he had last season where he wasn't elite. He had one rebound, one block game, I should say, last year. Uh, 0.4 this season, so he's not playing as big. He has more fouls. He has more turnovers. He has fewer points, and he's in five, his fifth year of college basketball. Luckily, though, last night, Flo Thamba finally put it all together. Flo had a total of 12 points and eight rebounds. Oh, did I say last night? I, I meant the last four games combined. <sighs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I like I, I don't I don't want to rag the guy. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, here he goes again talking about Flo Thamba. He's got a vendetta against him. At some point, people, at some point. Coaching staff, somebody out there, please hear me out. When a guy, your starting center, goes four games, has 12 points combined and eight rebounds, that is two a game, playing 20-ish minutes a game in that four-game stretch, something has to change. You cannot keep doing it if it's not working. And it's not. It's just not. Like Josh, oh, I get it. Maybe he's not ready. But already, I, 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 I like it. I put him out there. Somebody else. Caleb Lohner. I, it's like, if we, played, if we played a game, you know how in the Allstate, this is harsh, but I'm going to go here. You know how Allstate donates money to charity every time they make a field goal in college football. If we donated a lump sum to charity every time the ball went off of Caleb Lohner's hands and out of bounds, there'd be a, there'd be a happy charity somewhere. Somebody be feeling good right now. And I don't I don't dislike Caleb Lohner. I think he plays he's one of the hardest players in this team. Maybe he's are you playing too hard? What's he doing? Why is it not working, Caleb? Is he need more time? Does he need to grow? I don't know. Can't answer these questions, but I, it's like, there's some holes here. There's some holes. 
Damn good movie, good book. Bad for Baylor basketball. All right, what's this team's ceiling? What's this team's floor? Let's go there next. But first, let's go to something happy. And there is very little that is more happy than FanDuel. FanDuel is the official betting partner of Locked On. It's the reason that I win money sometimes and lose money sometimes. Right now, you can be guaranteed basically to win money. I'm not going to tell you you will 100%, but like you basically could with the NBA or college basketball, anything with a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. $1,000 you put on one bet. Baylor to win a basketball game. Might not be the best one. This team's still good, though. If it, if it doesn't hit, if you lose, they lost to Kansas State. If you lose, you get $1,000 back in free play. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. There's spreads. There's money lines. There's totals. There's rebounds. Assists. The XFL is tomorrow night, Thursday night football. I think the Seattle Sea Dragons are playing the Vegas Vipers. So many more exclusive bets. There's the two by three. That's two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. It's easy. Bigger payouts with same-game parlays. No sweat. First bet. $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. You learn more there. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Have I been mean? Was this was this tirade a little much for Baylor men's basketball? I mean, they've lost two straight, but they are both road games against Kansas teams. They're on the road. They look pretty sluggish, by the way, in both of those late in the game. Maybe they're just tired. They are now tied with Kansas State. Who has the head-to-head lead in the Big 12? Kansas State, Baylor will drop out of the top 25, most likely after this one. And looking at the the standings in the league, yes, it's over. I mean, that's it. You're done. You're two games back of Kansas, and there are very few games left. You're two games back of Kansas. You have three games left in Big 12 play. You do not play Kansas in that stretch. They are probably going to win the Big 12. And if they don't, then Texas will. Texas is in a decent spot to do so. Their next couple of games, they won against Iowa State last night. Wasn't that close. Then they get Baylor on Saturday. Going to be a great game. Please show up. It's not going to matter for the Big 12. I mean, if they lose that one, they're still in a in a spot. You know, two games ahead of you with TCU on the road. Tough game. And Kansas at home. One of those two teams has lined it up to win the Big 12 Conference. So now what for Baylor? Okay. Oh, look, I'm not a coach. I can't tell you what to do to improve everything. I can't tell you how to snap your fingers and make it all work. Do the step. Defensive intensity. Got to improve. The ceiling The ceiling of this team is going to be really good. The ceiling of this team is going to be Final Four caliber. The defensive intensity has got to improve. The rebounding, despite leading teams in rebounding, has to become more dominant. Nobody has ever, I don't, no, nobody has ever gone into a game this season and thought, uh, we got to rebound against Flo Thamba. And they haven't. And bring the intensity a little bit more. Jonathan Chabo Chachwa had a great game last night. I thought he did. We just need somebody, some dogs, some guys are like, I, right, I'm going to get a board every single time. I'm going to get a board every time. And this team's ceiling. If it's going to be good, they got to shoot the ball with more purpose. There's so many offenses. Have you noticed? And look, I had a lot of these same issues when they were winning, by the way. I don't want this to be like, oh, they're losing now. I can poke holes. No, no, no. no. These holes have been, they, they have been poked for weeks. The the offense in the second half, especially Kansas, Kansas State becomes so stagnant. Let's have one guy dribble the ball, one guy dribble the ball, one guy. Dri- and that's what it is. That's what it is. And they'll drive it inside, maybe kick it out. Maybe he won't drive it inside. Like it just that West Virginia game at home felt like Baylor's offense kind of moved like a machine when they started going on the runs. And then I don't know if it's going on the road or, or maybe playing better defensive teams, which I wouldn't consider Kansas State to be. But yeah, they're a good defensive team, but they, uh, yeah, 
shouldn't shut you down like this. Shouldn't make your offense look like it's just not churning correctly. It is, it, it's, it's so, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch my TV and think, oh, yes, that's the same thing we saw in the last possession. Hopefully this three-pointer we jack up goes in. You know, it does a good portion of the time, but it's not going to win you games in March. That's, that's, where I, that's where I'm trying to go with this. That's what I'm trying to go with. Your ceiling's not to win the Big 12 Conference. It's not going to happen. That's okay. Let's go. Let's reset. Let's reset. This team's a three seed, a four seed in the Big 12 tournament. And and I, I say you still want to get bounced in two games. You don't want to go too long in the Big 12 tournament. Why? Nobody wants to do that. You get bounced in the Big 12 tournament. Let Texas win it. Let Oklahoma State win it. I don't care. Let, like, what one of the teams that deserves to go to the tournament win it. That's fine. Don't win it. Get bounced in two. And Evan Mia. Posted a poll, put a poll, uh, a bracket a couple days ago. This bracket had two seed Baylor playing number 15 seed Vermont. And you guessed it. In this simulation, again, just a simulation, I get that. The Vermont Catamounts beat the Baylor Bears in basketball. And you know what? Those are good analytics going against the Bears when it comes to Vermont being picked against Baylor. In this simulation, I get it. The next simulation will probably have Baylor in the final four. They've got that capability. The ceiling's still there, but they're going to run into a team at some point down the stretch here that keeps Baylor. Like, like Baylor's not going to shoot that well. And the defense is not going to step up like that. And they're going to play a physical, aggressive team who's going to rebound the basketball. They're going to score in the fast break because Baylor's not the fastest team in America. I don't like if you're watching Baylor's bigs run up and down the floor, they're not, not crazy speed going on there. They're going to play a fast team that plays very aggressive that gets rebounds. They're going to play, it doesn't even have to be a Kansas. It doesn't have to be a, like, I get it. You know, I, I mentioned how they played at Kansas. You're playing Kansas on the road that you could run into a team like this in the round of 32. Like, sure, yeah, you're not going to play Kansas on the road in March in the first few rounds. Yes. But you're going to play a team that out-hustles you. Like, I've already, like, second half of these last two games, Baylor's been out-hustled. You're going to play teams that will out-hustle you, play teams that rebound better than you, that they, they, they crash the board with this fervor. They got a big man down low. The next team Baylor plays, if Baylor gets Purdue, and Purdue has big guys down low, who who's going to stop them? Who's going to stop them? Big 10 teams, they're going to be a real tough, tough matchup for Baylor because they're big and 10. Pac-12 teams, I don't know. Somebody fast that can shoot. Washington State, who's not good, gave Baylor fits earlier this season. ACC teams, there's not, they're not good, but there's some scary ones. There's some ones you don't really want to see come March. I'm Big East. I think any Big East team that makes the tournament will have a great shot to unseat Baylor, to unseat Baylor, to beat the Bears in the first few rounds in March because these teams are going to play gritty basketball. They're going to crash the boards. They're going to say, look, you, you think you can shoot your way out of this game? Well, you can't. It's going to be a game where Baylor doesn't shoot the ball that well. Like you saw them shoot the ball well in this game, like live and die by the three. They kind of lived by the three against Kansas State, and they still died. That's not good. There, there's like not some not good signs here. So yeah, so yeah, that's that. It, what what's the ceiling? I still I still think like I'll end it on a positive note. I still think this team can go to the final four. I do, I do because they've got so many dynamic guards. 
when Flo Thamba steps up and play like he did on April 5th of 2021 in the national championship, when he plays like that monster, that mountain of a man, this team becomes a, a different level. Jonathan Chamo Chachua keeps putting up double doubles. This team's at a different level. If the defense, if the defense comes together, if LJ Cryer plays defense, if Keontae George plays defense, if Flagler keeps up pace on defense, then this team's got great potential. If they put it together, if they put the effort together, the energy together, that, that fervor to win, they've got a real good shot to put something special together, but you're not seeing it. You're not seeing it night in and night out. You're not seeing it on a consistent basis. The, and um, there are a lot of teams to make that case for, but look at Kansas. Talk about peaking at the right time. Look at Kansas. Look at Texas to a pretty big extent. A pretty big extent. These teams are clicking. They're machines. They're doing it. The effort stuff. They're doing the extra stuff. They're not living and dying by the three. They're just playing physical, good, consistent basketball. Why can't Baylor do that? Easier said than done, sure. But then why can't they? What's keeping this team from being at its best when it needs to be? It is Wednesday, February 22nd. That is eight. Six, seven, eight, seven days away from March? Something like that. It is coming. It's coming. And I don't think Baylor's ready. You know what I'm ready for? Built Bar. Give me a Built Bar. Hashtag cut for Cancun. No, cut for Cabo this year. I've uh, been trying to not slim down, but just you know shape up. Mm, that's a good way to put it. And I've been looking for a delicious treat to help me do so. That's all. So, uh, got it. You know, only a few calories. That's why I, I go get a built bar. You got to try these. You got to try these. Built bar is perfect for the holidays. Buy your girlfriend one for Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day is gone. Well, I bet she's mad at you that you didn't buy her anything. Buy her some built bars. They're healthy. They're 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They have churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how they do it, but they do it. These bars, they taste like candy bars. They only have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, whopping 17 grams of protein. It's insane. So you don't need to wait around to get a box either. You go right now. Go to Walmart. Go to Sam's Club. You get a four-pack at Walmart. You get a 13-pack at Sam's Club. Or you go to Built.com. Cookies and cream's good. My personal favorite is the coconut puffs. There's the almond one that I think is pretty good, too. All that and more. Check it out. Let me, know you, let me know what you think if you get one. That's Built.com or Sam's Club or Walmart. All right, Scott Drew took media postgame. Scott, uh, what do you think about the loss to Kansas State and Jerome Tang? Another uh, typical Big 12 game, great uh, crowd environment. Um, K-State played uh, uh, like you're supposed to on your home court. and um, uh, I thought uh, Keontae Johnson, uh, we really had trouble matching up with him uh, all night. And then uh, Noel struggled from the field, but 10 assists, zero turnovers. And at the end of the day, when you're not making shots, how do you help your team win? 10 assists, zero turnovers, that's one way. Getting to the free throw line, 10 for 10 is another. So uh, um, I'm a big fan of those two. Hate playing against them. Um, but they're first team all-leaguers and really really like them as individuals from what Coach Tang's told me about them. Scott, like uh, – is this on? Okay, Scott, like Saturday, y'all looked in good shape coming in the second half. What do you think happened this time in the second half? Yeah, I don't know. Both both halves, we uh, uh, our defense really struggled. Uh, we gave up 58% today and 63 at Kansas. And our offense uh, led to some of that. Today they had 19 points on our turnovers. And um, I do think we have a, a, an unbelievable uh, backcourt. Um, but we can't, we can't give up 19 points in turnovers. Uh, part of being a good backcourt is taking care of the rock. And uh, uh, tonight, 
credit them. They they forced in some turnovers and uh, they took advantage of them. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, in in Big 12 games, transition points are huge, and uh, uh, that leads to paint points. They outscored us in the paint, 42-16. So. Got to take care of the ball, and we've done that. Uh, uh, we had the lowest uh, turnover percentage um, coming into this week, so our guards have really done a good job of that. Um, but this week, uh, uh, we weren't as good as we have been. And Scott, it looked like transition defense improved a lot from KU to tonight, but where does the defense maybe still need to improve down the stretch into the NCAA tournament for you all? Well, um, Every, every game, we're going to keep switching up what we do until we find something that works. So um, I love our staff and that we're not going to handle a, 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 the defense not getting better. We'll find a way to get it better. Um, we strode a lot of strides. That's why we won 10 of 13. Um, but our offense has been really good. And now when our offense isn't real good, we got to make sure our defense can carry us because you can't, you can't guarantee you're always going to make shots. So taking care of the basketball, taking away transition points, getting good shots on the offensive end so you can get offensive rebounds, um, getting to the free throw line. And we've been really, really good at, at, at that, making free throws tonight. Uh, didn't get there enough, didn't make enough. Same thing at Kansas. So um, it's been one of the best free throw shooting teams I've ever had. So uh, that'll come back. Uh, Keontae, how, how frustrating is this for you? Uh, you, know, you guys have looked in good shape again going in the second half. How, how frustrating is that? Um, you know, it comes back to all of us. Um, you know, it's a team effort. And, you know, in the second half, you know, the things that we were giving up or the things that we can control, um, we just got to play harder, um, including myself. Um, just go out there and just, you know, play Baylor basketball. That's what we got to do. Stop worrying about all the other things. You know, we're going to figure out what we need to get better at, and, you know, you'll see a different team from now. Uh, Keontae, you all started 0-3 in Big 12 play, then won a lot in a row. Is there anything you felt like you all learned about yourselves from that tough start to league play that you can take away from the two-game losing streak? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody knows we went 0-3, and then we went on that winning stretch. And, you know, we just found our identity, um, you know, figuring out, you know, what are we really in this for? And you know, we always talking. We always talk about playing. You know, going there and playing for our audience of one. And you know, that's our Lord and Savior. We want to show that to y'all each and every night. And you know, we was able to go on that winning streak and not worrying about the outside noise and just, you know, just playing for one another, playing with joy. And you know, but now you know we're on a two-game losing streak. We're gonna go back home and you know put in more work. That's really it. That's all we gotta do. Scott, what's the focus now? Uh, three games left, uh, then you're into March. Is it just just try to kind of get on a roll? Yeah, we, can, we try to get better each and every day. The great thing about the Big 12, there's quad one win opportunities every night. Um, there's top 25 games every night. Um, and that's why Keontae and these guys came to the Baylor to be in the best conference and been here 20 years. It's the best it's ever been top to bottom. So it's it's a great honor and privilege. And like he said, it's a great opportunity uh, and it's a great platform for us to, to play with joy. And um, I mean, uh, we win, we lose, God gets the glory. No one got hurt. Everybody lives to play and, and improve. And uh, um, I love our guys. Uh, uh, they don't like losing and they're great people. And if you have those two things as a coach, you're pretty lucky.
Coach Troop. Um, first of all, Coach Tang should be National Coach of the Year, period. I mean, they had two players. They filled the whole roster. They're picked at the bottom. He'll get my vote, and that's not because he's my brother. It's he's earned it. Coach Drew, did you, uh, um, did you and your staff consider any, look at any counters to Noel and him getting in penetration? I think we use four defenses. I got one defense that will work, him graduating. Sure. Scott, looks like you've been extending the guards in terms of how many minutes you want to play him down the stretch. Is there kind of a cap on how much you want to play him, or is it end of the season, if Adam and Keontae and LJ need to go 40, they're going to have to go 40 some nights? Uh, it, that's something we got to analyze as a staff because I don't know if we got tired in the second half either on the road. Um, but uh, we trust him. Um, my job is to make sure I don't put him in positions to fail, though. So um, we'll look at all the analytics, figure out everything, and see second half why we didn't have uh, uh, the juice um, and weren't able to do what we did first half. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was Scott Drew. Nah, you know, that's just how I feel. I thought there for a little bit. I saw some glimpses when John came back of, okay, this team's going to put it together consistently. They're going to win the Big 12. They've got the it factor back. And they're right back to where they were a few weeks ago. Opening a Big 12 player was like, oh, they struggled to close out games. They struggled to they struggled to do like the little things right. They turned the ball over a lot. Kansas State had like 18 points off turnovers, forced 13. They only turned the ball over seven times. That's not good. Come back tomorrow. Hopefully we'll talk about something nicer than this. Something a little more upbeat. Basketball, maybe football. Softball's good. This has been It Always Will Be. Come back tomorrow. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. That means a lot to me, actually. It does. If you're listening to this, Brandon McKinnon, thank you. Scott Bancali, Scotty B, thank you for listening as well. Um, Those are my two thank yous today. Locked on... See you tomorrow. Baylor!